Hello, hello, hello. This is Carib Carter Clues. Welcome to Leslie at Large down there in Nicaragua. As you recall, folks, when we met last week, Leslie was getting ready to have a birthday. Now she's had the birthday, and we're going to take advantage of that. She's going to be kind enough to tell us what it's like to celebrate when you're away from your past family and friends and all in a new environment. So, Leslie, how'd the birthday go? It, it was <laughs> fabulous. And guess what? It's not over yet because it's still September, so I still have some <laughs> celebrating to do. Um, yeah, you know, I really just kind of wanted to share some of the fun things that, you know, that I've been doing over my birthday month, but just also kind of reminiscing about some of the birthdays that I've gone to here, you know, when you move overseas, you know, you leave, you leave your life behind, you leave your family yeah. and your friends and, you know, yes, you stay connected to them. You know, that's the one thing I truly do miss about the States are my family and friends. I'm planning a trip back in a few weeks to see everyone and I'll celebrate them with them. So I'll still be celebrating until October. A double, which, a double birthday party. You know, it, it kind of works. <laughs> But yeah, I moved to Belize, you know, the first time and I had such a great support group there and you made so many great friends. And then now coming to Nicaragua, you know, I see that that you still have that. I know last year when I first got here, I'd been here a couple months and I had my big 50th birthday. And, you know, you're kind of having that, oh, my gosh, it's my 50th and I'm here and I'm by myself. But guess what? Right. Last year they went all out. They surprised me. They had fireworks like went off. Uh, for my 50th and they had me a Wonder Woman cake because they found out how much I loved Wonder Woman. Right. And so, you know, this community just keeps giving. It's the thing that I really like. I'll probably get emotional. I get really, um, it just makes me happy. They make me happy, the people here. So for this birthday, I had some friends that had come in and I found out her birthday was the 12th and mine was the 13th. Right. So we were just days, you know, and she was leaving to go back to the States. And so last weekend we met up in Managua and I checked into the Hyatt Hotel. You know, I always talk Very about nice. when I check into the Hyatt right there by the Galleria. It's a great little getaway. You know, you, you kind of... You, feel kind of back in your normal environment again and you can walk across there's a lot of great restaurants so we went and had a fabulous steak dinner at this restaurant called Don Candido and halfway like we had placed our orders we were waiting on our steak to come we were having some nice glass of wine and right. a major storm came in and we were sitting there and you could see outside because our, our seat was right by the window and all of a sudden the power went out. So we're sitting there in the dark in the restaurant and everybody's just laughing, you know, we're like, oh my goodness. And of course the generator kicked back in. So we did, you know, get power back and steaks cooked and all that. It was an amazing meal. They had overheard us, I guess, when, when I came into the restaurant, she came up and hugged me and was like, oh, happy birthday. And I was like, oh, happy birthday. So the restaurant staff paid attention. So guess what? They came towards the end and started singing and surprised us with, you know, the little cake and had Feliz Cumpleaños. And it was a, a great thing. <laughs> See, that's, that's just fantastic. I mean, that they were nice enough. To, did they come and did they sing happy birthday to you? Yes, they, they had did. it. Well, they were kind of singing along, but they had music playing in the background. And, you know, it's where everyone joins in, the restaurants clapping. And, I mean, just like at home, it's the same thing here. Um, after that, we went over to the Hard Rock. You've heard me talk about the Hard Rock Managua. And they were having a, a Shakira tribute artist. And so it was so funny. We get over there, and, of course, I'm thinking 
like the one Shakira song I knew, Hips Don't Lie, you know, I'm thinking, okay, maybe she's going to sing that. Well, I wasn't thinking, hello, we're in a Spanish-speaking country. So she did all the Shakira songs in Spanish, and we're sitting there. I was like, I don't know what she's singing, but she she got into the one where she put the little belly dancer thing on or the little skirt over her clothes, and I was like, wow, you know. I was like, okay, well, at least I kind of know the music to this one, but it was a lot of fun, something different to experience for that. And then, yeah, so that was my birthday kind of kickoff. So you you have what you're telling us is that even and I think this is something that really is important to people. Yeah, you you maybe you're going to leave family and friends behind in the U.S., but the new friends that you're going to make and quote unquote family when you arrive offshore becomes very close, very fast. Now, have you found that? Yes. And I think it's really because, especially for the expat communities, I mean, I have local friends like, you know, obviously that are in Nicaragua. I also have expat friends who have, you know, made that move and come from all over. I have friends that move from Austria. I have friends from Canada, um, you know, from all over. So it's, you know, it's a pretty cool experience because you do kind of connect quickly, I think, because you have, I think if you move overseas, I think you have to have kind of that, we like to say adventurous kind of yes. soul. Um, and I think then that you are similar. There's something about you that, you know, made it where you were, you know, wanting to leave your home country and go somewhere else. So you're like-minded and you share different principles and things. So you do connect pretty quickly and you become, you become family, especially here at Grand Pacifica where we're in a smaller community and it's pretty cool. So, um, for the next part of my little birthday, my actual birthday was Tuesday the 13th. Right. Right. And when I woke up, one of my friends, uh, who happens to be my neighbor, she had messaged and said, hey, uh, do you want to go for breakfast? And I was like, yes, that'd be great. So I had taken the day off. I'm one of those, I don't work on my birthday. Good. Haven't. Good. Not going to start now at 51. I'm like, nope, Good. don't work. So I try to just relax and enjoy the day. And so we started and had breakfast at Sea Salt, which is the restaurant here at Grand Pacifica. I had a mimosa and I splurged and got French toast and it was fabulous. And that was the start of my birthday celebration for the day. You know, I think I'm glad you brought up Grand Pacifica because one of the, one of the advantages we have with you is you give us tremendous insights on what it's like if, you, if you're if you living in a cohesive residential resort community like Grand Pacifica. I mean, it is a, it's a, it's built as a, to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, almost like a small town, a real community. Right. Which is Absolutely. A, a tremendous advantage, I think. I think, what do you think? Yeah, no, it really is because you do have that instant, like I said, community kind of built in. Uh, when people move here once a month, we have get togethers, we have coffee and donuts. Sometimes we do a sunset uh, cocktail kind of hour. So we try to bring people together where you can get to know your neighbors. And like I said, you know, we do, we get together a lot. We have game nights, you know, we, we're celebrating birthdays. I mean, a few weeks ago, my neighbors had a birthday party at their house for two of the residents and everybody comes together and, you know, we had music playing and they had, you know, hot dogs and hamburgers and, you know, the dogs are running around, the kids are running around. It's just a great time. You can come and stay or come and go. Uh, we do that a lot. Uh, I guess also probably just a few weeks ago, one of the other residents, he decided to have for his birthday celebration, he's Canadian, he got back and 
he had a, a band and we all were down at the Plapa and I, I mean just tons of people and again laughter and music and it was so much fun. So for my birthday, my friends know that I love karaoke. Like I, I'm a professional karaoke singer is what I say. I, I love it. I don't know. For me, I think it's because I love music. We right. all, if you paid right. attention at all, you know, I love music. I relate to music. I could tell my life, my story by music, by songs. And so I think that's why I like karaoke is I love that, you know, my favorite part about it is when you're first starting out and, you know, of course, I'm like, give me the mic. I'll fight for the mic all night if you let me. <laughs> Some people, though, they're like, no way. I'm not no way. Uh -uh, that microphone. No, no. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones I'm like, oh, you just wait. Because by the end of the night, I'm going to get you singing. And sure enough, we get there. And I kick it off, of, store, of course. And then there was a group. And I kept going, OK, who's next? Who's next? Because I'm very enthusiastic about it. And you know, one guy, oh, I don't sing, I don't sing, I can't sing. Those are the ones I really love. I can't sing. I'm like, everyone can sing. Now, you may not sing great, but you can sing. <laughs> and so I target the ones that tell me, oh, no, you're not getting me up there because I'm yeah. like, oh, I will. Just give me some time. And sure enough, by the end of the night, the ones that had said they weren't singing, guess what? I had them singing and they were they were hanging on to the mic. They didn't want to stop. And I think what I love about it is because people are worried. They're worried about what people think. Oh my goodness, they're going to think I'm terrible. Yeah. They're going to laugh at me. Yeah. And I love to see that they let their guard down. They're truly in the moment, having fun. They they really don't care at all what people think, and they're just they're just loving the moment. So that's what I love about karaoke. Well, now, do you do you have a, a a special place at Grand Pacifica where you go to have karaoke? Is there a, a, a bar or a lounge or something? So I, the friends that I had celebrated with in Managua, guess what? They have a karaoke machine. And when I found this out, I was like, hey, can we borrow your karaoke machine for my birthday party? And they said, absolutely. So this time, uh, since I had started my morning celebrated at Sea Salt, we went to the restaurant outside the gates, which is um, some friends of mine, Kelly and Belkies. They have a little tienda, a little shop, a store, and a restaurant side by side. And it's literally, you go outside the gates, hang a left, and it's just right there on the left. So it's super close. So we decided to have, you know, kind of a meetup there. My friends had kind of put an impromptu thing together. And we get there. Now, we'll tell you, it had started, we're in the rainy season right now. So it has been really rainy this year, like more so than, than last year. Our, our bridge coming into the community, we flooded a couple times. So it's been really interesting, but it probably, the whole day for my birthday, no rain. And then of course, like maybe 30 minutes before I was supposed to leave, the bottoms fell out. I mean, it was like major rainstorm coming. I was like, oh my gosh, people were worried. They're like, what if we go across the bridge? We may not be able to get back in. And I'm like, We'll just keep singing karaoke. It's fine. You know? <laughs> so we get over there and sure enough, it rained like almost the whole, the whole time, but we were fine. We were having fun. There were a lot of people that, you know, came to the restaurant, were eating um, a lot of locals, people coming in. This has been a holiday week here in Nicaragua. So the 14th and 15th they are celebrating their independence. That's so right. 
That's right. Yes, so a lot of celebrating going on here. We are, like I look out in the parking lot, we are full here this weekend. It's fun to see all the people enjoying the beach and the pool and everything. But yeah, a lot of celebrating going on. So we had a lot of locals that showed up. And my favorite thing, like during the night, I'm looking around and, you know, we had a big long table set up with some of my friends and uh, one of the guests had brought me this big, huge thing of fresh flowers. And I love fresh flowers and I, I rarely get them anymore, you know, living out here. So that was a nice surprise. But we're sitting around and the big table of locals had come in and another table. And guess what? They're singing happy birthday to me at the end. They're clapping. We got a, we got them involved. They were singing karaoke. This one cute little girl came up and wanted to sing. I was like, of course. And so... It just, I don't know, it makes my heart melt. Stellar, the boy, the little boy, he's uh, my friend's child, and he melts my heart. And I'm telling you, he picked up that microphone. He wanted to sing, and he sang his type of version of Happy Birthday, and it was the cutest thing. So that made my night. It's just, you know, before, I, I want to ask you, go in more to the, what you're describing is just an incredible community closeness. And I want to compare it to, my brother's experience right now, which I'll get to in a minute. But first of all, what what kind of music do you sing? Do you sing, uh, do you do you special, special, uh, give us a little, a quick tune here of the kind of music. Like, uh, do you ever sing um, Memories? Memories, or do you ever sing that? What's that, from Cats, right? No, Cats, no. I know, I'm a, I like Broadway. I'm a Broadway show tunes girl. Okay. I, I'm, I'm an interest in Wynn Carter. Like, if you look at my playlist on my phone, it right. is all over the place. I mean, I okay. go from Southern gospel to hard rock. I mean, <laughs> and a little of in between. So I actually, because I, I told you I'm a professional karaoke singer, oh, I had yes. a playlist. I had a karaoke playlist prepared for the night. <laughs> I did. Because I am a Virgo and I am a perfectionist, <laughs> detailed person. So, of course, I did. So it went everywhere from now my the the song and and I've even sang it before on the show. These boots are made for walking. I do quite a bit. They like to. That's right. Like, I remember that's like that my now. Main song, you know, I guess because the Texas girl boots. I don't know. But then I mean, you know, you've got to do some Pat Benatar. Maybe you throw in some Joan Jett. Uh, you know, Poison, Def Leppard. Um, Goodness, we were all over. I'm trying to think who else. You know, you got to do some Whitney Houston, maybe some Madonna. I mean, it was about, just everything and anything. How so about any country George songs, Jones. rock, yeah, yeah. classic? George Jones. How about any? How about any George Jones? I did not do any George Jones. I'm trying to no. think what country I did. I probably didn't do as much country. Of course, you have to do epic songs too, like that gets the crowd going because. You know, I joke with people that my dream job is to be a karaoke DJ host. And again, it's because I like getting people interacting and happy and laughing and getting out of their comfort zone. So I try to get people involved. So you have to do songs that, guess what, they're going to want to sing along to. So Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody is the go-to song because guess what? Everyone wants to sing along, even those that said they don't want to sing. They're doing all the crazy parts, you know, that come and go through the song. And it's a very long song. Now, so it's is that, is that the song with We Are the Champions of the World? Is that Bohemian Rhapsody? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is a song by Queen. Now, right. Queen also does, yes, We Are the Champions. Queen does that would, one as well. But Bohemian Rhapsody is the one that goes on about, you know, the Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia. And oh, all okay. That stuff. Yeah. And, okay. Good. Good, good. 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 
Mamba pulled a trigger to his head. All that stuff yeah, goes on forever. Nothing just, really matters. You know, you get it. It's a very long yeah. song. Yes. Uh, yes then you is. bring in, then you bring in for the females, you know, you have to do something for everyone. You bring in what I call those like classic female power anthem songs. Oh, I am woman. Hear me roar. Do you do that one? I have not done that one, but the one that I do, Gloria Gaynor, I will survive. Uh, that's right. That's the big one. That's even bigger than uh, Helen Reddy's. Or see, I'm showing my age now. You're probably thinking, who in the heck is Helen Reddy? But no, I know. Had, I know oh, Helen Reddy. Thank I'm God. a music lover. Of course Thank I you. do. Thank you. Thank yes, you. of course I do. But yes, I will survive. Gets the women going every time. They're up on their feet. They're yeah, you know. <laughs> It's awesome. So, so it, it, so the singing brings people together, but it also seems to me that, you know, we, we talk a lot about on the offshore club, we talk about all kinds of different properties, one-offs. Uh, some people want a home off the grid, like on uh, La, La Dulce, Rio Dulce in Guatemala or wherever it is. I showed them one that, he, I mean, off the grid, you got to be Indiana Jones or something. Some people like a small town. I have one in a small town named El Calan in Honduras. Beautiful little home in a small town. Uh, but the advantage of somewhere like Grand Pacifica, a, resident, a, a residential resort a community, is that it's like with my brother. He, When his wife died about a year or so ago, he decided to go into what I call the old folks home, right? They don't. I don't think they call them that anymore, but... Uh, whatever they call them. And, and I thought, man, you know, is, this is, this is rough, but you know what? You get into a community, community, see? And I went to visit him last weekend and it was like, everybody knows everybody, right? So you have a commonality of interest and they sit and talk. And I think, I think you find the same thing in a community like Grand Pacifica very, very quickly. There's no question what you're going to talk about because everybody's doing engaged in the same enjoyable activities. Am I right? right? Right. And you know what I found when I first moved overseas, when I got to Belize is that, you know, I think our culture in the States, like people define themselves differently in the U.S. Like, you know, when you meet somebody for the first time, whether you're at a restaurant or church or even work, you know, they usually are like, oh, like, what do you do? Like, that's how they start the conversation. Like, yeah. what do you do? What do you or, do? Or, you know, and I'm like, it's not about like, I want to know who you are. I don't really care what you do, <laughs> you know, what your job is or what car you drive. Um, those type of things. When you get overseas, like like I said, when I moved to the island in Belize the first time, like no one, not one single person was like, oh, what what do you do? Or what did you do? Nobody cares. Guess yeah. what? It's really about just who you are and what you enjoy and the things you enjoy. And that's like, again, why I think that you connect is because the conversations that you find that you have with people are more sincere um, that it's very not that good. surface kind of thing. So I think that's a big part of it too. That's very good. All right. One last question. One last question. <laughs> Getting back to this idea of so many activities in a community like Grand Pacifica. Have you, now you are one of the most well-rounded well people I've ever met. <laughs> I mean, whatever the topic, you know it, and you, you do everything. 
is there anything since you've moved to Grand Pacific? What's it been? Is, has it been a year? It's been over a year. Last over May. a year now. Yeah. Is there any new activity that you have added to your vast repertoire since you have it, it, there in Nicaragua? Yeah. Well, I would say several things. Like I had dabbled in golf, but never really got you know like took it seriously or played regularly. And that is something that I found that I was passionate about and really enjoy. Um, you know, the whole GP, we call it the GP Music Association. Again, I've always loved music. I've loved to sing, but I've never really like done it or with a group or played with right. the band, uh, sang with the band, those kind of things. So I've enjoyed being able to do that now. You know, I think that was part of the thing moving here and being here in this community. There are things that I can do the horseback riding. You know, I grew up in Texas, but I never had a horse. I had family that had horses and I would ride occasionally, but now I try to do it, you know, frequently because I found that wow. I really truly enjoy it. And my favorite is, you know, being able to ride the horses on the beach at sunset. It's truly spectacular. It just calms me. Um, you know, you can't help but just look out watching the sunset and you're on this magnificent, magnificent creature. And it, I mean, it's a happy place for me. That's I think fantastic. everyone should go to their happy place. But I got to say, I tried one time. I lived in Spain for about six or seven months. And one time I ride the horse and tried to ride a horse. It's very high up there. You are very, am I, you're very high on horse. I, that, I, as soon as I got up, you know, the first thing I said, get me down. It was oh, like, no. it's just, if I fall, you're, uh, you're high up there. Right. Yeah. I mean, and some horses are larger than others. Uh, there, we have a we have one horse that's kind of small, and so I kind of get tickled when we take groups out. And there was this one man. He came beside me on this little tiny horse, and you're kind of looking down, going, "So that horse would have been the one you probably would have been very comfortable on, Porter yes. Carter." <laughs> you nailed it. Well, th this has been great. This has been great because you really have once again helped all of us understand that. When you make your move, yeah, you're leaving a community behind, but you're making a new community of friends and, as I'd say, quote, family, because some become that close. So thank you. Happy, happy birthday month. You still have a half a month to go of your of your birthday month. That's I fantastic. Do. Well, I've already been invited to a nice steak dinner at Sea Salt uh, in the next few nights So, and for my birthday. So I'll have another celebration with some more friends. But yeah, I just encourage everyone, don't let that hold you back if you're concerned about, you know, making that move, even if you're by yourself like I am, because it will not take long. You will make tons of friends and they do really become part of your family. And you'll be celebrating not only your birthday, but theirs and every other meaningful event that comes along. Fantastic. Leslie, thank you. Thank you for being at large for us, folks. That's... It. What a wonderful, what, what a wonderful insight in the what you're going to find when you make your move offshore. Let me put it this way. When you make your move offshore, Leslie obviously found that I found that when I moved to Honduras, there really are no strangers. There are just friends you have not yet met, but you're going to meet. So let's do this thing.